Oh, I want that. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, I got to pat my head. Guys, what's up? We're here. We're live. Oh my gosh, this is the latest we've ever been, and I'm so sorry. We're like a couple of dogs with their tails between their legs. Their tail is tucked up right between that ass and right underneath those legs, right underneath that ass. Yes, uh, indeed. In both of our legs. Now, how does it feel? How's it feel to be uh, sharing a tail right between our cracks? We're writing it. Hey, if I had to share a tail with somebody, and I'm not talking about a story, I'm talking about a tail grown out of my body, I don't think I'd rather share that tail with anybody else except you. Thank you. So, guys, welcome to Skeleton Run Live, episode 75. We're so sorry to keep you waiting. Our quality is so bad. Look at this quality. Easy. But we have our green square, so we should be good. Guys, welcome to Skeleton Run Live, episode 75. It is... I just have to refresh it. Oh gosh, I get so scared. Oh gosh. Don't refresh. Look at it. Well, there we go. Okay. It's Wednesday. It's not 8 p.m. It's 8. Oh god, well, I don't even want to know. It's 8:19. Yikes! Oh Whoa. my gosh. Okay, so guys, we were getting some things prepared tonight to enjoy the show. A little extra, a little extra dirty style. Just kidding, it's always clean. Not me. <laughs> Curse word detected. But we do have an incredible uh, cast of guests tonight. But first, the burning question I always want to I always want to guess. <laughs> what is it? I always want to guess this question, which means it's a question that I don't even want to know. I want to guess it. Just kidding. I'd love to know, and that's why I'm fixing to ask. Uh, how's your week been? Good. Wow. <laughs> and so Realmers in the chat, how's your week been? We see some of the classic Realmers in the chat. Free drink, TZ Lil. Hi. All these classics, Trash Image, of course. Hi. Pixelite. All of our favorite roamers are here to enjoy. Doug, you noticed Let something new? Yeah. Soda tubes are back, guys. Soda tubes are back. They had a long absence from the show. I am drinking mud out of my tube tonight. I'm drinking uh, But the tubes soda. are back. And these are available in the Skeleton Realm shop. You go to skellypedia.org and go to the shop, or you can go to Skeletypedia. No. Why'd you get a white one? Why'd you Why'd you choose white? I chose the black one. I sort of have a I have a bright uh, swagger of the light. I I appreciate the light, angelic light. You're of a dark side. The truth You're is like in the, the shadows. You're like the Sith Lord, and I'm sort of like a <clears throat> Jedi Skywalker. Truth is in the shadows. That's what they say. Oh hush! <laughs> uh, I love that shot, though. Give me that one. Where did it go? Um, what the fuck? Nope. I like that because it makes me feel, and I saw something great just before we get into the guests. I saw something great in the Discord. What was it? Uh, this week, which was from Annie Fied, a classic roamer, and she had projected the show just like I said. Just like I told them motherfuckers to do. Curse word detected. Which I love when you guys oh, are so doing what I told you to do. Annie Fied went home and did this fucking shit. Curse word she, detected. She projected the show, took a soda tube to match, I and saw put that. it right on the fucking thing. Curse word detected. And I don't know, I don't have time to explain she to some of the newbies. She had twin she tubes. She had twin tubes to match, dark sided, light sided to match. We Star got a Wars super chat. Star Wars style super chat from Aaron Coker. It says, what's, what's in the mud, Doug? Well, my mud is a secret special recipe that you can learn on the Pater's Podcast. If you get on the Pater's Podcast, I've talked about my mud before. You join the Patreon for five bucks, you join us for an additional hour after the fucking hell. Curse and I'll tell you what's in my mud, fucker. We and got one from Touche. Yes. 
And we just got. Oh, I can okay. smell Touché the mud says, on my hands, and I'm not even drinking it. Vike the Lydio now, fuckers. Curse word detected. He didn't curse, but he implied a curse, so I went ahead and went for it. And free drink ticket says shout out to Annie Five to badge as well. So, so let's good. get that up to date. That it's chat. so good to be clapping again. But guys, a classic show tonight with those classic motherfucking guests that we love and we love to hate sometimes, don't we? Curse word I'm detected. Just kidding. Ow! Ow! This is about broke my tooth on my tub. On my tub. That's what I'm scared of is these metal straws. I just hit my tooth really hard and it didn't. It didn't sh I, now I have a veneer tooth. I don't know. I haven't told anybody that before, so maybe that's what saved me just then. But guys, you don't you do? have that problem at home unless you shove it. Yes, I'll get to that in the painter's pot. <laughs> but guys, tonight our first guest is the scoffing toe toy inventor Yardo Real. Have you had a toe toy? Did you have a toe toy as a boy? Yeah, a lot. Mr. Toe, uh, so you can, now they make them, you can attach to your actual toe, which is cool. When I, when I was a kid, the toe toys, they were little toes, little plastic toes with a speaker on it. Mr. Toe is a toe toy, and he was the scoffing toe toy. Now they've got a number of different types, but the original was the scoffing toe toy. A little plastic toe that scoffs at all you do. And you can say whatever you want to that toe. It's like a Furby, it has a microphone. Whatever you want, he goes, <laughs> scoffs at you and now you can wear them on your toes on your hands we used to put them on our hands my uh, friend i grew up with a bit of a wealthy family yeah one for each toe okay yeah a bit excessive mr money toes who's after? Toe, toe for who's after that guys after that we've got the happy man i have been he hearing a lot about this guy um inspiring the happy man the happiest guy around happiest guy alive they might say on planet earth i wish i was a little bit happier i might seem super happy and giddy all the time but i've got my downtime too as well and so do you don't lie please don't lie i don't, don't lie about that not me good he's being honest for once in his fucking life i'm just detected. kidding <laughs> but guys the happy man's gonna be on him maybe we can pick his brain and pick his ass just kidding his brain. Detected. pick his brain and say ask to match yes. Thank him to match on his butt, his bootay. Woo! Uh, but the happy man will be on to tell us some of the secrets to happiness. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After that, guys, we've got demented Halloween freaks that are so ready for October. I so, see uh, them around. Yeah. So some, a lot of people in this uh, Discord, maybe just one person, I won't put him on blast, but I think he thought that the Zine episode was tonight. But I saw that you set him straight. And you said, Zine's next week, which is great. It gives everybody more time to submit. But uh, that means that the first of the, the month is coming up, the changing of the calendar in my house. It's a big event. We oh, change wow. the what calendar. Oh, wow. What do you do? What do you do? Well, we use chains. We get into the attic, and I have, I have chains that go into holes in my yeah. ceiling. And so Dana and I will get in the attic and lay on our stomachs. I have runway pads because my attic is just floorboards. It's not, you can fall through. So we get, we crawl on the floorboards all the way to where the uh, calendar is on the side of the house. And we lay down on uh, car carpeted uh, pads. Yeah. And we each have two chains that are in holes. And we grab the chains that are attached to the bottom of the calendar page, which is a classic wall calendar. And we say very carefully, we say one, two, three, we count to 100. And then, then what? We, and then we pull the chains up, and that rises to the new month. And we, that's our monthly ritual. So graceful, just like the passage Boots of time itself. Boots Cheeks says, you rang? 
Butte, when somebody says Butte, mm-hmm. within 100,000 miles, which is the Earth, uh, Butte hears it. And Butte comes a-running and comes a-knocking for a Super Chat experience, which we love. We love you, Butte. We'll, we love those cheeks. Comes and not a dirty, God, not a dirty way. Don't take that in a dirty way. How could you? And Butte Cheeks isn't dirty. Butte Cheeks, maybe, maybe Butte, maybe Butte could clarify this, but Butte might be like saying like uh, cheeks, like a face, which is not dirty. That's a face. And Butte means like a boot. They've got boots on. And they love Taylor Swift, maybe Butte, Butte. They, is Taylor Boot-tay. called Tay? Tay? Tay. Tay. Do they call her Tay Tay? Yes. I didn't. So anyway, the demented Halloween freaks ready for October. They're dirty and demented. And last year, we had some very disgusting people in my neighborhood. Maybe we'll revisit that this year. uh, Erect some uh, super dirty stuff in their lawns. I mean, they were erecting all sorts of stuff in their lawns. First word detected. That was just not tasteful. And so these demented freaks are going to come on. And I know they're frothing at the mouth for that October 1st so they can celebrate Halloween all month. New Zealand dollars. The New Zealander says, Sam swapped cardiovascular systems with Doug today. He's good. <coughs> That's He's interesting. Good. How did you? How would you know that? Nobody or Fintan. Fintan is good. Doctor Fintan in the family. Fintan Perret. Perret, You know, growing up, I knew a Dr. Perret. So maybe that's, that's Dr. Perret. They hail from the new Zed? Could be. We don't know. It could be. We really don't fucking know. We really don't know. So you can't say if we do or not. Isn't that funny how we don't know? Yes. Hush. Who's after that? Well, after that, guys, we've got the train salesman poop nerfer. So have you thought about buying a train? We've talked about boats. We've talked about planes. Now, trucks. Say, trucks. I've got a truck. You've got a sport utility vehicle. So a large machine uh, that we love that gets us across town. And we have talked. We've floated the idea of a boat. No pun intended. Curse word detected. <laughs> But we've also floated the idea of a plane. <laughs> uh, and Mimor has fronted us a lot of cash before. Of course, it's You want the props. Debt. Well, it's we don't have to get in the back. plane. You but want the props. at one point, they had floated us enough to talk about a boat. Yeah. Or a plane. But now, we've never talked about a train. So, guys, we might get a train. Who would be, who would want to throw in on a train? So, we've got the train salesman poop nerfer. His first name is Poop. He's going to try Last to name, nerfer, like a nerf gun. Occupational surname, uh, man who created Nerf guns. Well, that's with a PH here, it says. Oh, a spelling changed along the way. Curse word Well, detected. we're going to have to ask Poop all about the train opportunities that we're facing. You know what's and terrible? he's not going to upsell me on that interior <coughs> trim. What's terrible? You know what's terrible about being late? You know what's terrible about being late and not just disappointing some of these fans who are ready at eight going like this with their fork and their spoon? salivating like the show is a meal uh disappointing them is very bad enough but the other thing is i can't tell how far along we are in the show i have to do math in my head i can tell you and we should have a stop timer we should have a timer going right there instead of a clock 11 we've been alive for a whole oh wow where can i see that well it's oh my gosh that's great i can see it no that's great oh that's so great i can i've got razor vision like no you don't aren't you impaired with the eyes uh, Jingle Pup says, Doug, can you say 49? Sure, Jingle Pup. I'll say 49. Who's turning 49? Or is it a fan of the San know. Francisco 49er? We don't ask 49ers. questions. We don't ask questions when it comes to Jingle Pup. That's All right. right. Who's that Guys, after that, we've got the battalion commander, Jeff Nyland. 
commander of the battalion. Now, we've had a lot of war heroes on the show. We've had a lot of military men and women uh, of our armed forces of our nation and other nations to match. But we've never had a battalion commander. The battalion is something new in the U.S. Army that they've brought back from ancient times. The battalion. Roman style, centurion style, but this is a battalion. This music's for kids. Yeah, change that. We need some Woke for Clout says, where does the train run? I don't know. See, now I think that's part of this. That's part of your decision as the train owner. It goes to where you work, where you live. And it where goes you wherever the fuck you want. Curse word detected. So yeah, it just fucking does whatever the fuck it goes wherever you want. So fucking curse word detected. It just fucking does. Curse word detected. And it just fucking goes. It 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 it, it just fucks. Curse word detected. <coughs> That's great. I love that. After the battalion commander, Jeff Nyland, guys, we've got the busted pumps. These are busted pumps that are very, very broken. They are in disrepair. They have not had maintenance, routine maintenance done to them. One of the things most people don't realize is you have to do your routine maintenance. I see a lot of people whining, uh, throwing a fit. Uh, when they got to put out the five, ten thousand dollars When I tell them, if you just did the routine maintenance, this wouldn't be a problem right now. These are designed to last 50, 60 years. But after 10 and 20 years, I'm seeing all this whining. Oh, I got to put down six, seven thousand? Yeah, because you didn't do any routine maintenance. So we've got the busted pumps to show you guys what not to do and how not to treat that pump. Maybe we'll have the busted pump owners on. Spruce, Ma Spruce Mouthman says, I am sorry, I lost sight of myself and took it out on Linman. I love Linman. Linman is not cringe. Well, we A little bit that. of in-chat banter that we're not familiar with. So we're actually doing the show. So I don't understand some of that mid-chat banter. So some of that banter going on? I'm not actually sure, but we do appreciate that apology. So I don't know. It's just... We're not privy. We're not privy to that because I'm actually here on the, in the studio doing the show. We're trying to do you. So a that's favor. interesting. We're trying to do you a fucking Josh favor. Who's says. That? Josh says this stream reminds me of DJ Gargalon. Amen. Thank you, Josh. I like that, Josh. So it's like sort of a. That's um, an Crotch alternative. And Josh. It's, yes, exactly. Josh with a cross. It's an alternative spelling for Josh. Okay, guys, under that, we've got the dirty doorknobs. Yuck! Now, I don't know about you, Sam, but my house doorknobs are sparkling clean, and I suck them knobs for fun because I can. I take a baby hood to my knobs all day, and I wipe the knobs. You don't suck them? You just... Oh, I suck after they've wiped and oh. cleaned. But my knobs are my doorknobs. Now, most places, if you go to a McDonald's or some established, but I don't put McDonald's on Curse blast. Curse word detected. You're touching the knobs. It's full of germs. We don't want germs and sickness and illness. We don't want that. So these are dirty knobs. My knobs are clean. After that, we've got hardcore dancers here to do the worm on the freaking studio floor. <laughs> Not enough dancing guests. Chat, where were you the first time you guys saw somebody do the worm? And then follow up. And I'm re and get ready, because it's coming to you. Hot potatoes coming to you, okay? So you you think you're safe because I'm going to chat. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. He thought he was safe because I was going to chat with this question. But chat, where were you the first time y'all saw somebody else do the worm and follow up? Where was y'all 
<laughs> Where was y'all the first time y'all did the work? All right, now while they're answering, Sam goes to you. It's Sullivan. When you first saw the work? Yeah. And who was doing it? At opening monologue, 1968. Oh, at the Ed Sullivan Theater? Yes. With Stephen Colbert? No, no, uh, old uh, VHS recordings of my parents. They love that show. So you saw your parents doing the worm on a VHS. Okay, so where were the first time you were doing a worm? I've never done the worm. Come on, I told you my first dance was at a quinceanera one year ago. And the worm's a dance, buddy. Keep track. You, 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 you claim to be this friend of mine, and you don't keep track of the personal details. I should have known that classic Sam Wagstaff trivia, which was the first time he danced was at a quinceanera at the Georgia Aquarium last year. And I am so sorry that I forgot that, Sam. I know. And, and you're right, the worm is a dance, but to my credit, the worm is such a special dance that I thought, gosh, that's in its own category. So I could see you doing the worm and not categorizing that as a dance, but I know you're a stickler for categories. And yes. I should have known that too. And I got a big so category in my head called things I know about my friend Doug. Oh. And guess what doesn't get replaced in there? The existing contents, bud. So anyways, try to shape up. Sorry Touché to get it. bust your ass. That's balls. okay. Hey, and I'm sorry. Touche says, Doug, do the worm with your finger. Oh, nice. So for the audio-only listeners, I'm doing the worm with my finger because my good friend Touche asked me. And he gave me $2 as well. So that's part of it as well. It's the $2. <clears throat> it so does that was look fun. Good. That was a lot of fun. That, that interaction as well. <laughs> Um, guys, after that, we've got uh, gasoline jerk. So we heard of a soda jerk. A gasoline jerk is like a soda jerk. Have you seen this? These gasoline diners that are opening up? Uh, no, 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 no. We've got a gasoline diner in my area of town, and it's really cool. It's really quite something. Um, at first, I thought, who would be wanting to go in there and have a gasoline milkshake, drinking gasoline to match? Doesn't that make you sick? And the answer is, that's not what they're doing. They're getting gasoline, special rare types of gasoline, premium gasolines, uh, all the way down to unleaded. Of course, they've got unleaded, but they're getting it in small serving cups. And then they're going out to the parking lot, putting it in their car and watching how the car runs. So it's a way to try to test different gasolines with your car. Because you, you'd be surprised. You know, I know what you're thinking. Okay, if I put unleaded in my car and I put premium, the car tends to run the same. I don't notice much of a difference. You're not having a keen ear, a keen body and a keen eyes and keen feel it. Feel the seats and the way they vibrate. There's a slight difference. So the gasoline jerks at the gasoline diner, they'll give you a nice little gasoline sample. Different, I'm talking about gasoline from across the world. Gasoline from South Asia, gasoline from everywhere. Some of these, some of these uh, countries uh, that we don't have, that we don't usually get it from. Premium gasoline, not like premium at the pump, but gasoline from, uh, from Argentina. Nice. And you can test it in your car. So that's called gasoline jerks. That's exciting. That's so exciting. They put it in the nice Sunday glass. The very they put it in one of those cones. You ever go to the, on, on the golf course with the cones, the paper cones, where you get the cold water out of a, or out of a sports game? Mm. They put them in those cones. Smiles to match the. Great vibes Sorry, tonight, so tell us who's after that. 
No, no, no. fucking serious. It's okay. Curse word Guys, I know the gasoline jerks. We got Santa's minions. Oh, this one got me down right when I saw it on the list. We've heard of Santa's elves. We've heard of Santa's reindeer. We've heard of Santa's wife, a.k.a. Mrs. Claus to match. But have you heard of Santa's minions? <laughs> um... Have no, you heard, fucker? No, wow. Who? These are little demonic minions that look like the clockwork elves from a Joe Rogan DMT trip. These guys are nasty and weird wearing uh, little minion demonic cloven hooves and little hats with jester bells to match. Trickster spirits from the DMT spirit realm. Not very cool. Santa's minions, a lot of people wonder how does Santa get do what he does? He's microdosing all year. And so his minions have come alive and they live on the North Pole to match. It's disturbing. Not something I like to dabble in. Kind of freaks me out. You're not catching these on a Hallmark card, are you? Oh, heck no. And if you do, you might want to throw, throw that back. You might catch it on a Hallmark card if, if, a, if a stranger in a robe, in a hooded robe, an ancient style swagger hands you one in the dark alley. It's uh, not the Hallmark. But from your spirit. grandma, no thanks. She wouldn't be buying that at the Hallmark's outlet. Doug, <laughs> I got a question for you. Yes. Who's after that? Who's after that? We've got golfers from Asia. Ah. Some of the pro golfers in Asia. Uh, the PGA Tour does sponsor the show. Uh, we're not allowed to say that, actually. We're in Georgia, Oops. which is, I mean, they, they sponsor half of the state. If you guys are golfing fans, uh, that'd be a fun thing, like a golf giveaway where a special fan, we take them golfing. Oh, wow. How would that be, how would that be cool? Yeah. But anyway, guys, Augusta, home of the Masters Tournament. It's, I'm from Savannah, where a lot, there's lots of golfing as a swell occurring. And so that's a lot of fun. We love golfing. So we've got some famous golfers from Asia. I don't know their names at all. But we tried to get some of the PGA guys, and they said, no, we can get you some of the uh, Asian circuit uh, pro golf in Asia. It's getting really big, especially in Japan. They love golf there, and it's very big. So some of the rising stars in the PGA tournament, I'm, look out for some of the Asian golfers from those Asian circuits. They're getting really good. Golfers with a PH as well. Interesting. Yeah, golfers with a PH. Yeah. Yeah. Who's after that? Guys, <laughs> guys, after that, this is cool. So this is more of a facilitation event that involves different types of guests that we're going to be doing tonight live on air, which is really cool. It's never happened in history. Guys, we've got, uh, we're going to put something on called the Memphis Meetup Swag Team Collision. This is so cool. Anybody here from Memphis, Tennessee? Some Memphis, Tennessee swagger in the chat. Anybody? Me. Uh, yeah, that's right. Guys, we're getting some Dirty South swag individuals from Memphis with that classic Memphis style, that hip-hop style, that blues style, that Dirty South swagger. Some of those guys are going to come in, and then to match, we've got ancient Egyptian lords from Memphis, Egypt. To match! Whoa. Meeting of the worlds. Ancient Egyptian swagger meets Dirty South Memphis swagger. Together <laughs> as one to bring that sort of like uh, ambassadorship. And maybe they'll trade somebody and they'll go off and learn about that culture and have a cultural exchange, a sister city exchange. And I'm not talking about modern Memphis, guys. I'm talking about ancient pharaohs to match. Ancient pyramid builders. Maybe some ancient aliens. Oh, my gosh. Curse word detected. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this is big. So shout, shout out to the chat if you're in Memphis, Egypt, or Tennessee. We had 10... Memberships gifted by Pixelite. Oh my lord. And a super chat from Promo says, very disappointed Daniels JR isn't in the chat today. Aww. He's working. 
But guess I'll stay? Yeah, why don't you stay, Promote? Just because Daniels isn't here. Leave a chat Come bread, on! Leave a chat breadcrumb trail so when he watches the that's replay... That's a great idea, and that's what he's doing. That, or he or she. That's what they're doing right now. That's what they're doing they stole, right now. They stole my idea? Oh, my God, they're saying. leaving a breadcrumb trail for their friend Daniels JR. They stole my idea. Yeah, but it's for Daniels JR. Dude, it's for Daniels. JR. Okay. It's for JR, dude. It's for JR. If it's for JR, dude, you gotta let it go. You gotta let that hate and that anger get off of you if it's for JR. Just remember, but just remember it's for JR is okay. <laughs> okay. If you insist. I do. But you gotta tell me who's after that. After that, guys, we got Gary Larson, the uh, <gasps> comic from the far side. From the far side, a classic. Uh, I used to read the far side. One of the highlights of my youth was when mom and dad would take me to Barnes and Noble and I would beg for the Gary Larson book. And every every birthday or Christmas, I'd get a Gary Larson, and I would sit there and read every Gary Larson there was. So I'm so happy that Gary Larson's gonna be on the show. You ever get the coffee table, the large one? Oh, I had like 10. I had a lot of them. You know what, my equivalent of I that was- I would see the same ones, because I'd get, you know, compilations. Uh, I would be at the Borders and Barnes and Nobles, and I would be uh, begging for the uh, Matt Groening Life is Hell books, similar swagger. Oh, I've got those too, yeah. I well, got guess that what, one. Doug? Yeah. I got one. Recently, yeah, it stinks. Not as but so Gary is the. I take Gary over Matt Larson. Matt, I take Gary Groening over Matt Larson any day. Who's after that? Dan Levine says, "Shout out to my kids who will watch this in 20 years." Now that's cool. That's cool, and I thought about that too. Think about what my children might think about this, and at what age we might allow them to see this, because at a certain age, it's not appropriate. So we'll say kids in 20 years. So I'm hoping, Dan, I'm hoping you've got uh, either a child now or a child in the next two years. Otherwise, below 18, if you're having a child in three years, that'll be 17 years from that point. So they should not be watching the show. So I'm hoping you mean that you're going to be having a child in exactly two years so that they are 18. And hey, who knows? Maybe this will be Dan's child's 18th birthday in 20 years today. Then they'll be saying this. How are you going to have the conversation with your kid? When when are you going to show them the first episode? What episode will that be of Skeleton Realm oh, Live? Gosh. And how will you break it to them? Oh, how will you contextualize it? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You know, I might start with something easy, like episode 39. Yeah. And then I might move them up and say, look, Daddy has done some strange things. But that's just how Daddy is. And, you know, and I know that the neighbors and some of the other individuals in our community, some of the businessmen and women and some of the higher level professionals, the attorneys and physicians, they're kind of confused by Daddy and they don't like Daddy and they don't like when you when Daddy is around. And so I'd say, but here, check this out. I'd show them maybe 65. I'd show them. You know, in the and then I'd go bring them to the 20s. I'd bring them 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and then boom, when they're 18, they can see 30. We'll see 30 then. Brainwater says, hello, fuckers. Hey. Spruce Mouthman says, SRL is not for kids. That is so, so, so true. And when I tick that box when we go live, it says, is this appropriate for under 18? I said, no. I said, no. Uh, and I do make sure to tick that. And so that's all that I can do. That's all that I can do. Do you understand? So I'm doing my part in order to avoid that from having a child see it. Children should not be cursing. They should have a clean mouth.
got that. Can so we enlarge right. that? It's too small, Pumper. Uh, the chat? <laughs> yeah. Curse it's word too detected. small, Pumper. It's, it's okay if not. It's not a huge deal, Pumper. Oh, it, it's no thing. Yeah, that looks good. Okay, let's get it to that size. Perfect. You like that? I bet you do. That is do. so great. Okay, Locked guys. Loaded, ready to go. Let's pump. Let's continue. Guys, we've got Walt. After Gary Larson, we got Walter Norn. Walter, Walter Norn, owner of Poison Corn, the weight loss corn emporium. So this is a cool... Uh, it's a restaurant. They do have a restaurant area, but mostly it's a big warehouse, and they sell poison corn. Have you heard of poison corn? No. It's a new diet fad. It's corn. It's just hardened corn. Not the kind you eat, but the kind that they use to make, you know, high fructose corn syrup or something like that. It's it's hard corn that they add some poison into. And you can buy that. You can put it into a slop and eat it, and it poisons the body and, and creates an incredible health system by utilizing poison to the body's advantage. Ah. Flipping the script, so to speak. Yeah, Free says poison corn? Any relation to poison bars? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think all the poison corn syrup comes from that makes up those famous yeah. bars? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Guys, after that, we've got the Knee Balloons Inventor Igloo Typhoon. Oh. You've heard of knee pads. You like to rollerblade and roller skate? Are, yep. you, are you straight in line roller or are you forward floor, four on the floor? In lines. Yeah, so you definitely use pads. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're going down the street real quick, you're using pads when you fall to your yes. knees. Yeah, these are balloon pads. They're just balloons that are on your knees, so Ooh. they pop. So yeah. No, they work. Okay, so it's like driving around with a deployed airbag. Yeah, but they standing. pop. So then there's one and done. How much do they cost then? Uh, I don't know. So the oh, the inventor of that'll be yeah. So after that, guys, we got Mitsubishi owner. Okay, this is big. Mitsubishi owner Sarah Reese's Pieces Andrews. So her nickname Reese's Pieces. She's got a Mitsubishi. It's an older model. It's a vehicle, a car. We're not talking about a uh, air conditioning unit, guys, because Mitsubishi known to make a lot of products. Great company, great Japanese company with great products to match. Uh, uh, Reese's Pieces, she's got a, an older Mitsubishi, like a 2006. I can't remember what it is, but they call it Reese's Pieces because she's got those little Reese's Pieces everywhere in the car. You can smell them when you get in the car and they're everywhere scattered about. She loves Reese's Pieces. And uh, she's got him scattered about. So Sarah's going to be on to talk about that Mitsubishi. She's got the hookup. Yeah, so if you love Reese's Pieces, you might want to hop a, hop in the in the shotgun with Sarah at Reese's Pieces, Andrews, and grab one of them pieces to match as a road trip snack. <clears throat> Pixelite gifted five memberships. Whoa, everybody's getting swag tonight with the memberships. <laughs> Wow. Okay, guys, after that, we've got Lost Hikers from 1988. Oh. They're back at it, and they've been found. After that, we've got President of Jorminican Democratic Republic of Southern Orn. This is big. Hot water. Hot water. He is in? Hot, yeah. Hi. The volcano went off. Oh. At, 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 at his location? So he's in hot water or he's He's governing. in hot water. Lava's all over the island. It's totally fucked up. 
totally fucked Curse up for generations years to match. He totally handled it to totally wrong. Curse word detected. Uh, he fucked it up. Tr billions in damage lost. Totally fucked. Curse Completely, word detected. They're, they're toast. After that, guys, we've got fun poopers who hate our fun. Now, these people love the crap and shit all Curse over the word fun detected. we have. Haters in the comments, haters in the live stream. Sometimes we see a hater. Sometimes we see a hater in real life. We were, we were robbed. Don't forget that. We were robbed. Yes. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes people forget. We had thieves come in and rob our studio. Those are what we consider fun poopers. And it was not long, not long after Thanksgiving we were robbed, which is of course it to was, injury. Well, during the holiday seasons, robbers get horny. Let's be honest. Curse they, need, they need Christmas gear. Just like anybody else. But guys, can you stay away from the studio? There's not a whole lot of Christmas gear in here. Why don't you go talk to Santa's minions? Curse what? word detected. Uh -huh. The need for Christmas gear can drive drive a man insane. I would say, listen, if you're interested in getting a ton of Christmas gear this year, instead of sticking us up, robbing us, why don't you just email Santa's elves? <laughs> Good point. You know what I mean? After that, guys, we've got uh, two lost souls living in a fishbowl year after year. Pink Floyd. That's a Pink Floyd lyric. Wow. And finally, guys, last but certainly not least, I, I saved the best for last. This is the most exciting guest I think we've had on it in a long time. This is the 2018 Yes Sales Pitch Completion Award for Renardo Seaman. So Renardo Seaman received this award in 2018 for completion. It's his completion award. So Mr. Seaman got the completion award here. And this is the original award, not a, not a recreation. This is the completion award he that Mr. This. Seaman received himself. Let's get a close-up of Mr. Seaman's award here on the stick cam to show you guys that this is, this is totally legit. The completion award for Renardo Seaman. 2018, the Yes Sales Pitch. That is huge. Original. They're saying original in the chat. Original? Yes. You can see his own fingerprints and all now, over it when let's he handed be, it to us. And let's be clear. We've never, we hadn't met Renardo Seaman. We hadn't met Mr. Seaman yet. I hope to meet him one day. He's received this incredible award, and he's not going to be on the show, and we have nothing to say about him as a person or who he is whatsoever. But what we can say is that we actually not only have Mr. Seaman's Completion Award on the show tonight, we own the award. So we are the proud owners of this award. And so we're not actually sure how Mr. Seaman parted with this, so we don't know the chain of custody, as they say, uh, when they're talking about valuable items like this. But we do know that fair and square, we are the legal owners of the Yes Pitch Completion Award awarded to Ricardo Seaman. How do you so like that? that? How do you like so that? So that's a big exclusive for the show. We wanted to save that for a special episode, episode 75 being that special episode. And just bask in the glory of that Mr. Seaman's award. That is cool. Isn't that cool? Look how cool it is. How cool it is. Sam, do you think when Mr. Seaman completed and they gave him that award, yeah. What do you think went through his head? Did he bust? What went through his head? I know he had goose pimples. God, I bet he did. But this was a long time ago. 2018, he busted. Oh. Who's after that? No one. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Okay. Whoops. So guys, right into the meat and potatoes, head first. Diving head first is some of the content of the show. I wanted to start tonight off on 
a bit of what some, I mean, the haters might, some of the lovers, some of the realmers might think this is actually exciting news because it is kind of cool to see two celebrities like this team up. But I just wanted to announce it on the show and give you guys another perspective of why this is not so great. So I wanted to say that Jordan Tracy has teamed up with Lester McBride. Now, <laughs> God. Yeah. Now, it almost makes me laugh because it's so ridiculous. At first glance, now if, I, if I was a lot younger, I would have been excited about anything Lester McBride was doing. And I wouldn't have known who Jorm was at that point because Jorm hadn't risen to fame, but I would have been super stoked, to say the least. And I know that some of you guys are super stoked to see Lester's back at it again and back at it with none other than Jorm. And Jorm's doing big things, and I can respect that. And I can respect, you know, the stuff that Meemore TV's putting out with, the, with him. We talked about Motel Hunters being reworked, and that's exciting for Jorm. And I've, I've learned to not have any resentment. It's show business. It's how it works. And so Jorm's making his version of Motel Hunters. But he's also teaming up with Lester McBride. And everybody's going, whoa, okay, what are they going to be doing? Well, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing yet. This is all in the early works. We know that it's going to be a film, a movie for movie theaters. It's looking like it might be an action film or it might be a romance film, one or the other. We're not quite sure. But guys, Lester McBride, I used to look up to him as one of the one of the premier uh, individuals in society that I thought was one of, you know, I, I saw him as like an idol. Yeah. The things that he's done, the things that he's accomplished, and just his attitude in life is so inspiring. But I don't feel that way so much anymore about Lester. Why not? What's wrong? What's the matter? What it's are they... because Jorm and Lester have now been double-teaming me, spanking me with them dowels. Oh, my God. Pinching me, locker room style, pranking style. And I know it's in good fun, and I don't I don't resent them for that. Towel whipping. Uh, but Lester's joined in on the fun. And Now, Jorm is a 350, 400-pound individual, and he's not very tall. He's about five foot two might be five foot it might be 411 I hadn't measured him with a tape measure <laughs> I might need to install one of those things on my door that they have at Google, the gas station uh, that shows when the guy runs out they know his height Google Jerm Tracy height and Google Jerm Tracy wife and Jerm Tracy net worth Jerm Tracy okay I'll do that later I don't want to all right but guys so they're making um some yeah they're kind ma- of, but, but is the, this gonna be hold on a, a feature film a prank feature film now that's something. I else. don't know what it is. That actually would be kind of cool if it was a prank movie. I might be into that. Maybe I'm gonna be in it they like have, a jackass. I know exactly. There's like a com- jackass comedian. Exactly. There Dang, has, actually, okay, that might be cool. On the big screen, though, jackass was <sighs> the jackass comedians famous for the small screen. That's what they call television yeah. and radio, Doug. But now the big screen. It's the times for pranks to shine. So I don't know. Are you having a little turn here? Are you going to be on the movie? Maybe we can only hope. It's trash and says we can be in the Jorms movie. I know. I would be. I would be down for that. And I have mentioned that while he's whooping me. I've said like, dude, I want to work with you. Please, please, please. And he doesn't really listen. But trash and says we got to get you some better security system. And I, it doesn't. It's kind of irrelevant. I have a really good security system. Jorm knows my codes. Um, as part of the Memore TV deal, I have to disclose my codes to them. My cell phone lock screen. Um, like my 2FA app, they have a password for that, and all my accounts, my email, my bank accounts, and my security system as well. It's not an so option do, for that. Yeah, Doug, it's yeah. not really an option for that. Um, and they can actually disarm the sensors anyway uh, using some of their technology. Uh, but I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> Lester McBride is not a 350-pound, five-foot indivi- five tall individual. He's in shape, he's strong, and he's got his wits about him. So some of the pranking has escalated, very methodical, very planned out, and it's getting kind of serious. So would you would you consider Lester a uh, survivalist? No, absolutely not. Okay. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So guys, I just wanted to put that out there and say, this is the dark side of Lester 
Jorm Tracy and Lester McBride meet up, miss it, or or have it, or you know what I mean? That whole thing, like miss it or kiss it, miss it or keep it. Oh, so this is the dark side of that. So just there's always two sides to a coin. This is the dark side of miss it or keep it. Yeah. Okay. As a drummer, keep it or need it, miss it or need it. Need it. So maybe that could be the next Skelter on that's the <laughs> That's the general. Why is jazz drumming with no instruments? That's cool. For you like that? Style, yeah. You know, it's by uh, Volodymyr Pedungdink, and that's it's called cool. I Want to Be a Drummer. That's the name of the song. Well, Doug, it sounds like he already is. So let's give a round of applause for Volodymyr. Oh. So, guys, we last week we talked about... Um, what did we talk about last? Or was it the week before we said something uh, about? We talked about money and sports. We talked about money and sports, and and travel. we talked about movies that we movies that were unbelievable. We if talked you about say unbelievable, so, yeah, I, don't I don't remember. But guys, this week I wanted to go to TV. Ah. Let's get some TV style Hollywood music. Uh, Johanne says, "Very nice sounding tonight. Very nice sound bed tonight." Sound bed. Thank you for the sound bed comments. So we talked about we talk about film so much on the show, and it's like beating a dead horse. We get it; it's a film. We get how that works. TV. One of the things I like about TV is how diverse it is in terms of the set pieces, uh, the wardrobe, and all the little details of TV that are way more than a film. A film usually is just in a room or on a field. And films take yeah. years to produce. They have billions of dollars to make them, and they just have a lot more slack, Doug. These TV individuals, they got to get creative. They do. And it shows. It they, shows. It shows. And one of the great things about television is some of the garments of wardrobe. Oh. And if you are a wardrobe master who works on TV, call me, because I would love to pick your brain to match. And I got to peep at uh, these. Th your choices here tonight are incredible. Because that first thing when I saw this on the program tonight, I thought of, of course, Walter White's iconic yellow jumpsuit yeah. to, to match our yellow curtains. Oh but God, that didn't yeah. make your list because you chose, you went a little old school, you're a TV I guy. Changed. Now I'm old school TV. I watched a lot of TV growing up on an old school style. So I went for some of the older picks. So I wanted to pick my top picks for... So these are clothes so that this, you like so or it, would wear. These are my favorite garments that I just, it, in of all time. Not necessarily that I'd wear, just my favorite garments. Now, on the OTS, the main title, do you recognize that? I'll quiz you. What show is that from the 1950s? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Miser's Creek. So if you guys recognize, that's 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 old Miser on the left, and that's Mr. Johnson on oh. the right. That's Miser's Creek. So I was. this was the runner-up. I didn't put this in the list, but... Uh, Miser's uh, Jacket from Miser's Creek, one of the best old sitcoms from the 50s. Might be before a lot of you guys' this time, but that was just a slick suit. It fit him so nice, and it looked so nice, and it was tailored so well, a nice Italian suit. Rago XDR says, TV is truly magical, and we have to agree with Rago. I, 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 you know, I, it's like, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, it's like when Rago says something, I go, ah, but no, Rago's right, you know? We can at least agree on that, can't we, Rago? Rago is right. I love Rago. Okay, but now you got me fashion-minded and frankly excited, Doug. I can't wait to get into this. So one. let's see. Number one, guys, was Larry Pond's tool vest from Hammer Time. Hammer Time, one Ooh. of the great shows from the 1980s and 90s, mostly 90s. Larry Pond had one of the best tool vests in the show. 
Hammer Time was a show about 20 or 30 guys who were super, super proficient with power tools, and they all shared a large house together that was constantly being constructed on. We remember they could never finish. Each room was never finished, so it was a half-finished house. And remember that episode where they had to draw straws and sleep in the room where there was no roof? That was one of the best ones yeah, of my well, life. Yeah, I, I remember that they would do the, the voting on each edition, uh, and then they would vote. Uh, they couldn't decide <laughs> on which edition, so they ended up yeah. saying, you know what, let's do them all. And they'd punish each other by hammering all night. When they were trying to sleep, they'd hammer. Yeah, and he goes, you know, cut it out. And he goes, what do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do? Oh, yeah, that's it. So Larry Pond had the best tool vest, I think, in the whole thing. Let's give it up for Larry's vest. Larry's vest, and it's awesome. It's not a typical tool belt, and it's not quite tactical, Doug. It's just practical. Not tactical, practical. So my next pick, guys, was Jessica Reed's Mr. Dirt shirt from Family Horns. Mr. Dirt shirt. Now, here's where the wardrobe takes a, a life of its own because this was a character of its own. When Mr. Dirt shirt opened his dirty mouth, when those horns would go off and everybody started was seeming like they didn't notice when they were around the dinner table. And the family of horns, classic. Everybody, horns are blaring. You can't even hear what they're saying as an audience, as a TV viewer. And, of course, the horns stop. Close up on Mr. Dirt shirt. Uh, what the fuck? I can't hear shit in here. You know, always yeah. with a little line like that, Mr. Dirt shirt. And you'd think, you know, it's funny. They'd go, shut the fuck up, Mr. Dirt. Hush, hush, hush. And especially Jessica, who's wearing the shirt. You you, you want to say, you want to take Jessica and go, take that, change your shirt. Wear a different shirt, but you're wearing Mr. You're wearing Mr. Dirt shirt can't every day. A nice, comfy tee. So it's that funny play around where it's like the the zany character that's there who you don't want to deal with, but he's got to be there. But it's never explained. Jessica could wear a different shirt, presumably. And I kind of wish they would have added. This is a critique on the story writing and the plot, not on the character and the shirt, because I love that and I hold that so dear that I hold that above my family and some of the highest values in my life. I would put my life on the line and I would die for that character and for that garment. But. I do have a critique on that part of the plot, which is in the story, which is why couldn't Jessica just change the shirt if they get so annoyed with him? But I think they loved him. I think they loved him. I think he was a lovable shirt. I 100% agree. Oh boy, there's more though. Oh, there's one more. We had Mrs. Teapot's denim dangle hooks from Scarred Memories. Whoa. Um, this was so cool. So. Scarred Memories is a show a lot of people miss, but my favorite episodes of Scarred Memories were the Mrs. Teapot storylines. She was kind of a secondary character, but then towards those later seasons, they would give her her own plot lines. And when she started going into the caverns, and in order to get her way deeper and deeper and deeper, she had, had to, to make those denim the threads. To threads find her way back. Right. It became a garment because people say, well, this isn't a garment. This is just denim fabric, denim threads. No, but she started wearing them. If you see some of the later seasons, and I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but she. Okay, if you haven't seen and you want to watch this, spoiler alert, okay, so pause the video now, or if it's live, just mute it for a second. Plug your ears. Plug your ears, okay. When she gets tangled up in them and it gets absorbed and becomes part of that entire, you know, organism, which they don't ever reveal at the end, but... Jaw-dropping. No, but it's applied. It's a garment it's because applied. she's... It's, yeah. My point is, it's a garment because she's immersed in the... Oh, yeah, and she was the king of garments. And, I mean, a lot of people don't even know the ending of it. She was despite, the king of garments. But she is so iconic now. You see her on the internet... Uh, she did a lot of SNL appearances, uh, and she's just so iconic. Rest in peace. Let's give it rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. I don't remember the actress's name. But oh, it's, uh, I think Teapot. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, that was her real name. Well, that's awesome. So you, we, you, we got a little bonus here, Doug. Yeah, we talk about fashion every week, but TV as well. Well, tonight it was both at the same time. 
That's right. Say? Oh my gosh, that's so right. Fuck off. First okay, word but detected. Now... gifted ten memberships. Oh, what? Oh, wait. This is a big show, guys. A lot of gifts. This <laughs> is big busting with. Christmas came a little bit early. Do you want me to play the song and called "In the Vampire's Castle"? Yeah, let's play that. Sure. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys heard the news from Burning Man this year. Yeah. Uh, it got totally rained out. We don't do topical on the show, but it got so nasty and so dirty. And you this, couldn't even walk in that sand. You couldn't even walk in that sand. And it was wet. It was uh, red? It was wet. So, um, <laughs> this doesn't actually have to do a lot with Burning Man. The photos I found were from Burning Man because some of the worst oh, offenders okay. were at Burning Man this year. But I wanted to talk about something, and I don't tr get super political. And this, I wanted to pose this as actually a question in order to not lay my bias out right away. Okay. But I think you probably already know where oh. I stand on this. But do you guys think the new, is the new leg trend getting out of hand? What do you guys think, Sam? What do you think? Well, that's very diplomatic of you to actually, I, that's rare to, to pose it as such a question. So let's hear it. Is it getting out of hand? Chat, do you think this is getting uh, out of hand? I don't like to rain on people's parades and poo-poo and, and so on, like our, our one of our poop guests. But yeah. um, I don't know. I think it's... It's a little, a little obnoxious. It's a little over the top, and no pun intended on, on, on that. Sting so. from the police says, "Why can't every night be First Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? This music is spooky. Please stop it now." All right, you paid for it. Are we really gonna obey Sting and give him, take his spooky music away? Take our spooky music away? Come on, Sting. Let's have some music. Actually, let's get some. You know, he makes a good point. Let's put some uplifting music. This okay. is fun. We don't want to be too negative. How about this. Freaky and Funky by John Preston? So anyway, my main point here, and wait, I could go on and on about this, but when you- Well, get it off your chest. When Stop you eating around the bush. Now, I know it looks really cool. It looks really slick to elongate those legs, but we don't know the long-term effects of elongating the legs. We don't know what that's going to do to the body, and I just think it's dangerous. It's bizarre, and I don't want, I, I don't want a part of it, and I know a lot of people say, okay, you're always going to be, you know, 5'10". That's always where you're going to be stuck at. I don't care. That's how God made me. That's how I was born. That's how nature made me. So I don't need to be, you know, 10, 20 feet tall. Because the other thing is, once you get started on this, you, you won't stop. You're going to keep getting those extensions, and you're going to keep getting long. So well, I wanted not, to show a couple pictures from Burning Man. This, this picture's from Burning not Man. All, I don't know. You, you, all right, here's one. That is ridiculous. It's getting this bad. That's an actual photo looks, from Burning Man. It looks elegant. It's they have to use, and look, she has to use sticks to have balance. Those are accessories. Is there another one? Yeah, there's another one. So, now, that looks kind of cool. I like the way that he got the high waters. That's, I wear my pants like that, too, and I like the shoes. And But the cane, dude, that's not an elderly man he's working with a cane. Come on. That is, his weight isn't even bearing on the cane. It's a small, potentially even bamboo All right, cane. All right, fine. That's an accessory swag Charlie Chaplin's style. Is there another? Okay. No, that's it. Really? I just wanted to bring that up. All right. How long, what's, how long have we been doing the show? I, I needed my bearings here. Ben Bryan says, I'm very tall and I hate the cultural appreciation. I know, see, there you go. Ten minute, we're 10 minutes short of an hour. Okay, great. So let's relax, and we got plenty to get to. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, pump Two me. more pages. Oh yeah, pump me to match. Curse oh, word detected. Why don't you pump me hardcore? I'm just kidding. Curse word detected. Pump me. Uh. So we talk uh -oh. about the body a lot. We talk about health a lot on the show. 
And I think in the interest of full transparency, I need to keep the realmers, I need to keep you, Sam, my friend, up to date with some of my medical um, comings and goings. And this was just, this is this is in that interest, but this is also just a fun story. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of proof that uh, you, sometimes you can be a little bit of a hypochondriac. I can, not you, but one can be a little bit of a hypochondriac and I'm guilty as charged a lot. So I've been going to the doctor saying, doctor, it hurts here. It hurts here. It hurts there. And he's going, you're fine. You're fine. And this is one of those scenarios essentially, but I wanted to just run down the whole run through. Oh, you're going to break it down and break it down. You had a recent doctor's visit. Yeah. I just had a recent doctor's visit. So I had some problems. I wanted to break it down and just go through it. All right. And uh, because I thought it was interesting. It's a little private, but let's do it. Yeah. So I went to the doc. Went down to the doctor. Down there on 14th Street. Yeah, I went and saw him. And uh, I says, Doc, I got a crack in my ass. I got a big crack down the, doc, down the back of my ass. The doc said, that's not a problem. I ain't got no problem. I said, uh, he said, okay, okay. Everybody's got a crack in their ass. Go back to the last one. And you don't go to that one till I'm down to there, you see? Gotcha. So Doc says, okay, so I got a crack in my ass, okay? He says, okay, okay, everybody's got a crack in their ass. It's not a problem with having a crack in your ass. He says, Doc, are you sure? There's stuff falling out of my ass. It's not just a crack, but there's stuff falling out of it. I shouldn't have a crack and stuff falling out of my ass. And he says, yeah, I'm sure everybody's got a crack. It ain't nothing to be worried about. So I says, now you can throw it up. I says, okay, Doc, I trust you. I trust you. Nobody else but you I trust with my body and diagnosing my body, you know? And I said, you're a real pal, Doc. Thanks for clearing that up, but if you're telling me a lie right now, it's gonna be problems. You understand that? You understand that, don't you? Yeah, you do. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep, okay, so there's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, that doctor. So that's how it went. That's pretty much the truth of it. And uh, I learned something that day, which was that sometimes when my body's uh, showing me things like a crack up the back of my ass and stuff falling out the match, sometimes the doctor's a good guy. But, 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 if he's deciding to tell me something that's not true, then something's got to get taken care of with that. You understand? You understand? If I'm hearing something that's not true, and I heard it wasn't true last week, then maybe a couple weeks later, maybe a month later, maybe a year later, I come to find that what you were telling me wasn't quite so true. But then we got problems, don't we, right? Right? We got problems. But he's a good guy. He's a great doctor, and I don't have a problem with him. No problem. Interesting. You know, I haven't been to the doctor in a long time, but I hope it doesn't have something like that occur when I do. All right, guys. Oh yeah. This isn't. This one's urgent. We got to really. Kind of, this yeah, is very urgent. This is pretty uh, uh, housekeeping elephant in the room, but it, it, it's. It, uh, <coughs> uh, yeah. So guys. The deadline for connecting the dots is upcoming. It's really Uh, close. If you think that you've had, if you think that you've basically had unlimited time, you have. If you think that you will have unlimited time going forward, you won't. So big wake up call for you. 
you've done, some of y'all have done a great job at connecting the dots. I will say, some of y'all have done a great job. Some of y'all have not made an effort at all. And so to those people, I'd be very afraid. I think you know who you are. Well, and the deadline is upcoming, so you're fucked pretty soon here. If they First don't word connect the dots soon, it doesn't matter how far they got. It doesn't matter how hard they worked. And why is that? Because... We can explain that, can't we? The up... It's coming up. Obviously, we can't tell you the deadline, but step up, step it up. So, obviously, though, the... It, Crash image says, can I get an extension on that, please? No. No, sorry. Even, no, no extensions. This even is, for $2? No. Absolutely not. There's frankly, no amount of money that's going to extend this. This is just the way it is. And once, we're, we're doing them a favor. This isn't even uh, right. It, by the, the book. deadline's not here yet, so you've got time. We're warning you. Take this. Don't let us warn you twice or three times. Yeah, this is this because is bad. when the deadline comes up, some things will happen. All points of reference are going bye bye. There will bye. be no more points of reference for you to make a point of reference. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am it's, I making sense? You're, you're going to be hard pressed. You're, you're going to be hard pressed, but. Uh, another thing that's going to be occurring right, right, right when the deadline occurs is a Red Yarn buyback program. Though. Yeah, the buyback program. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about the buyback program. I can finally get rid of this Red Yarn. Guess what? The buyback numbers are minuscule. You could sell this yarn on Facebook Marketplace and make a lot more money. Yeah. So, but this is going to be mandatory. Buyback. I would get rid of the yarn now. Exactly. So I would get rid of the yarn now. If you're giving up on connecting the dots. That's right. If you're giving up. So use what you can and get rid of it. Otherwise, you're going to have a buyback and they're going to basically steal your yarn. It's a, it's a, do you really, you don't want to figure this out? You don't want to just push a little further? I do. I'm, I'm already there, brother. I'm, yeah. I'm talking to them. Oh, don't give up. So, don't sell your yarn on so Facebook confused. Marketplace now. Uh, oh, gosh. Shit. And uh, if, if, if when it ends, it's not going to be a pleasant existence. If you fail, you'll be plagued. Yeah, you're going to be plagued by hints and teased by clues all through the night in your dreams. Um, and that's just not going to be fun if you can get to the point now where you can have these things figured out. When the deadline comes, you'll be good. It's insult to injury have, because right. deadline's over. You can no longer connect the dots, but there's just little hints everywhere. So. In the interest of helping some of you guys out who will inevitably be trapped. we don't have to. We're not obliged to. I know. To. We're not obliged to. Catru uh, says, I made a big mistake investing in blue yarn. Yeah, he, oh. he really did. Gosh. Rago says, frankly, I have to. I have too many dots and not enough lines. Okay. Gosh. That's a start, though. That's not the so, worst problem. In the interest of helping some of you guys out who are going to be going past this deadline and totally fucking it First up. Word detected. We want to help you in that post world where you are going to be getting teased super hardcore. We want to point out some stuff that may or may not be clues to help recalibrate your brain in that post deadline world. Yeah, and the first one is not a clue. No, and this would be the billboard on Pebble Book Drive. So this is not a clue. Uh, this is just a viral marketing for the uh, for the new Bad Boys uh, 4 film, which is Batty Bots. Batty Bots. Yeah. It, yeah, just don't Forget about don't it. Don't try to put meaning into that. That's just driving. that's the new bad boys. Keep just, driving. So don't worry. I know it's kind of odd, but yeah. And similar, similarly, yeah. and uh, you and I know this guy quite well, and it can be confusing. But the drifter outside Quiznos, he's tooting his jug in Morsed coat. Yeah, the more the coat, the Morsed coat. The coat's been Morsed, so it's it's definitely something that has meaning. 
So it may be a clue, or he could just be communicating with you, but this might not have to do with that deadline that's passed, and it might not have to do with any of the dots that you've previously connected. So this could actually just be almost like a side quest. My life is like a video game. This yeah. is like an NPC in Skyrim uh, going off and giving you more scope from the jug. But if you're in Skyrim trying to complete the main quest of your life, because your life is like a video game, this is a side quest. This is a distraction, Doug. So keep your eyes forward. Everyone in the chat, keep your eyes forward. This is a Skyrim NPC. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. that's I, I, yeah. that is something that could yeah. be said once again. Yeah. And the next one is, of course, a super big palm print uh, on the bathroom mirror. This one's totally inconclusive. Now, they some people believe that giants once walked this earth, and mm. I'm partial to believe that as well. I'm not partial to disbelieve or believe it at all. I'm partial to understand that I'm open to any possibility. Uh, do giants roam this earth now? I'm also open to that as well. Um, would this be caused by a large man? No, this is too big. They talk about big foot. This might be a big hand, but I would say this is a large giant's hand. And we talked a lot yeah. about last week about yeah. skepticism and yeah. its quality in a person. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah. remind you that crop circles yeah. were once faked with yarn. That's right. And planks. And this that's could be right. done with uh, a few slender forearms. So that's possible. In the back of your but ass, we're right gonna on call, the mirror. We're going to call this an inconclusive to match. So just to help you guys out, uh, yeah. on that and we wanted to do one last clue to match. Yeah, okay, so this 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 is this is what really is like, dude, we don't have to do this. I don't even know if we're gonna get trouble for this, but we're gonna give you one clue. Uh, it's a video clue. So um, just stare at the center of the screen, please. From the moment one started knitting, it just felt wriggled. A friend said at the time, usually you'd really just do tlis for your career, knitting lied and clianged in ten years. But one was lieving a leard time, reconciling my oddball metlayod of knitting we till tliem or slandered western knitting. Tea I started knitting a gin, around tli time I lied two children one year apart. But the attitudes Akel available information had. I read an article by Priscilla Gibson Roberts about Tly different metliards of knitting. Low and belly old, I was a combination. So that is your last clue. Good luck. Um, Anyway. Yeah, and then the de again, the deadline is so fucking close. Don't First fucker. word detected. Oh, dude. Okay, so this is exciting. Then this next one is about technology. Okay, so you told me you had a special surprise for me, and I didn't ask questions because I like to be surprised <laughs> on the show. Uh, oh, so here's a part of the show where I am genuinely surprised by some of Sam's uh, plans for me, and I always say, go with what he wants me to do. I say that every day before the show. Doug, I picked this up on Timu.com. I love this site, Great. dude. I yeah. love this site. But it's called the Wisdom. Ah! It's the Wisdom helmet. Wisdom, and so, okay. Basically, Doug, it's a computer chip. Yeah. You know those. Yes. Well, this one go in your AI. mind. AI. To match. Quantum but, style. Yeah, yes. go ahead. It will uh, basically imbue you with the feeling of being um, old, for lack of a better word. Yeah. But also As wise. As if I need that. <laughs> <laughs> but also wise. Okay. So, wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like old man. Such as the old man pictured. Yes. And, and so first off, 
Um, I wanted I, you might recognize this. I wanted yeah. you to wear this as a visual aid. Okay. Um, so and, put this on. Yeah. And All right. So, and then I'll grab the um, uh, the actual device, that the helmet, the wisdom. All right. Let's give this a shot and see if this. Okay. That's just a visual aid for the audience. Okay. And yeah. Can you hear me? Is my audio okay? It's actually quite good. It's a bit muffled, Great. but it's, right. it's quite good. Great. Um, and and then so to match is here. Oh, and there's the wisdom. This is the so wait a second wisdom. What? Slow down. When I put this on, this wisdom, wisdom helmet, I will gain the wisdom of an old man. Yeah. Oh gosh. So you wear well, that the... might be kind of cool. So I'll know a lot of different wisdom from life. Exactly. And so, so you're going to. It's going to be a lot like when you're old and remembering this. <laughs> yeah. You're going to say, ah, that was quite accurate. And okay, so I see. I'm gonna. We're gonna get super chats. Um. We're gonna get super chats asking old Doug, what what do you want to know from right, old Right, let's Wise read. Doug? The, can you read the other ones first? Yeah, let's catch up here. So what we got here is one from Ryan Sander, 499. That was awesome. Chat got completely silent. Everyone was enraptured. Well, I hope they were taking notes, Ryan. Okay, what else do we got here? Uh, Yahones is 499 as well. Very blink and you'll miss it. Style, indeed. That's what hints is all about. Okay, Doug, are you ready to don I'm the wisdom? So, I've never been readier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Oh my gosh, so there's the computer chip. That's the computer chip. All right, is it on? Do you have to turn it on? No. All right. Uh, uh, it's on. So, how do you feel? Oh. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Douglas. Mr. Douglas, might uh, I call you? <laughs> some call me that, yeah. Okay, so, um, let's get some questions from the Raspberry Pi style. No, there is a memory card in there that has the, the wisdom installed on it. Doug, let's, why don't you t crack an old story that can help me uh, with regards to potentially, you know, what if I wanted to sell my house? Can you uh, give any wisdom for for that? Yeah, well, in all my years of being an elderly man, I, I've purchased a number of homes, and one of the things that always stuck with me over the years was when you buy a home, always make sure you got two keys to the front door, and the back door. And that way, if a key is lost, you can have a spare to match. All right. I, it's practical. It's very practical. But there is a question from Luke here. It says, hey, wise Doug slash old man, what's the afterlife like? Does everything just go dark? <laughs> I can tell he's young. And in all my years, I've never heard such a question. But I would say... It's very, very bright. And as a young man, I, I used to, as a young man, I used to enjoy going to the local cafeterias. Uh, we used to go to Bonefish Grill. Yeah, I think I remember and, young Doug telling me about Bonefish Grill. And I just wanted grill. to say the Bonefish Grill, <laughs> the afterlife is a lot like Bonefish Grill. And I, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to y'all now, but the afterlife is a lot like Bonefish Grill. In, well, a, in, a, in a great way. And it is a great restaurant. It is a great establishment, cafeteria style. Yeah. 
Well, it would make a hell of a Google review, that one. Uh, old Doug, there is another question here from both of these for 10 US dollars. Old Dung, how do I achieve true happiness? Well, I'd say both of the things that bring real happiness aren't money. They're not power. It's not anything like a, a new boat or a new fancy Ferrari or Lamborghini car. Uh, it's not a big mansion in the Hollywood Hills. I'd say it's kind of something simple like enjoying a meal at the Bonefish Grill. That makes enjoying sense. a meal at the Bonefish Grill with the people that you love. Maybe, you know, your parents, people that aren't going to be around forever. You know, and maybe, your, maybe your spouse or your children and the people that you hold dear in your life, your grandparents. You can learn a lot from your grandfather and grandmother, Bofa. And I think if you sat down at the Bonefish Grill with your grandfather, if he's still alive, I think he could tell you a whole book of wisdom. That maybe you guys could order some sort of uh, fried shrimp appetizer. The wisdom might be right beneath both of his nose all along. So uh, Ryan Sander has another question in line with you experiencing the afterlife. This is about the future of our future. Will the world ever be Star Trek style? Yes. Yes. And uh, in only one way. In only one way. And I know you watch Star Trek and you see the fancy ships and you see the fancy maneuvers, warp drive, galactic uh, swagger to match. Yeah. Uh, but the main thing in the Star Trek universe that is truly uh, foretelling for what will occur is the nature in which they serve in the mess hall, the food. Oh yeah? What's it, what's it like uh, in the future? In the future you can order food and it is beamed into a into the on right on your plate the molecules are assembled in thin air oh. and there's only one restaurant that really really capitalizes on that early on in that technology that really hits the balls out of the park and that's bonefish grill oh. the bonefish federation well that answers that uh the fallout 1100 does have a question uh this is just a trivia one you might not know apparently no one does uh, george bush senior what was he doing on the 22nd of november in 1963 are you keen to that uh that's about the I past i can't say exactly I, that's about the past and you know i am much wiser but i'm still the same you know 31 year old man I, I was not alive then but i would say with my wisdom, I, I can say a better educated guess, and I would guess he was either at um, sort of a, 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 a local restaurant uh, or perhaps a, a, a proto a proto seafood cafeteria style restaurant like a Bonefish Grill uh, that has not been opened yet, but something like that, like a proto a 1960s version of a bonefish grill, if you know what I mean. It's kind of pre-bone. All right, and we'll yeah. wrap it up with this last one, Trash Images $2 question. How can I quickly connect the dots? Well, it depends on how fast you get those legs moving. You know, when we're older, our legs and arms don't move as quickly. And I'd say Trash is a younger man. And so Trash, with his, with his flexibility and his movement, he could get, do whatever he, he wanted to do. And when I was young, we used to play baseball. Do you remember baseball? Still around today, yeah. That's right. When I was young, we used to play that every every weekend. We'd go and play Little League Baseball. And I was a catcher. I was a catcher, so I was, uh, I was in charge of catching the pitcher's pitch. And we would do something that was really funny. And we'd, nowadays, you could, of course, nowadays, you wouldn't get away with it. But back then, we'd say some, some, oh, 
we'd say some uh, less than polite things to the batter. So we'd say, hey, batter, 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 hey, swing. And so I just enjoy remembering some of those memories of playing baseball at the park and enjoying some of the games we'd have and some of the snacks that we would receive as well. Uh, this, of course, this was before Capri Sun. This was more like a cup of water or a cup of orange juice, uh, or perhaps even a cup of uh, Coca-Cola. But we didn't have Capri Suns. All right, asked and answered. All right, Doug, well, uh, or old Doug, say goodbye. Uh, this version of yourself will never exist I'm, again because right. you're going to grow up into a different form. So right. say goodbye now. I'll take this chip out and uh, there you go. Uh, wow, okay, so now, yeah. Wow, it's incredible how you kind of lose your uh, sense of everything with that. That is interesting. I felt like a different person. Yeah? Oh my gosh, okay, so now I'm back to reality here. <laughs> That was something else. Yeah, sorry to make I'm so you, happy I to be I kind of. I didn't mean to turn you into a sideshow. No, show that's okay. There. I didn't. It's kind of now. Okay, now it's almost like waking up from a dream. I don't actually quite remember what I was saying. Well, Doug, it was it was interesting. People asked Woo! you about uh, pe uh, people asked you about the future, what happens after you die, and the far past. Uh, none of which really have much to do with wisdom, but they, you you knocked it out of the park. Wow. Um, Yahone says. Uh, well, first of all, Brainwater says. Brainwater says, why are you so fixated on food, old Doug? I don't know. You'd have to ask old Doug. Johan Johannes says, any good books or classic films you recommend? I would recommend Fabricio, which is a book that I authored, which is on Amazon.com. You can buy that right now. You can check out the audiobook to match. So I would definitely recommend that. And both of these gave us $1.69 in a dirty style. Not yeah, I, word I guess I ripped the hat off a, t a bit too soon from old Doug, but thanks for the chats nonetheless. Uh, and you read them all, uh, yes? Yes. Okay. So uh, why don't you wipe your eyes off real quick and, uh, and get, get situated, and I'll pick out some new music, and we'll shift gears here for the, uh, the, the, the last leg of the show here. And uh, I'm all out of soda, actually. Okay. Funky style. Yummy! Okay. Yeah, that mask. How's that mask come from? Sweaty? It was making me sweaty and making me dirty to match. Yeah, it was a little stinky, but I did enjoy that experience. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, let's dance. Let's dance a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys enjoying some of this dancing music? in the chat so guys if you want to join the patreon for five bucks we're going to do an additional hour in a moment we're not quite done yet oh my god yeah <laughs> what the fuck let's pump okay sorry yeah 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 Doug, yes. you know what yes. happened to me? You're not going to believe this. First off, how's your Discover Weekly this week? Uh, Discover Weekly. So we're talking about that Spotify algorithm that gives everybody a Discover Weekly every week. And this week, mine's been great like it usually is. I love my Discover Weekly. Why do you ask? Well, Doug, you're not going to believe this. My whole Discover Weekly 
is fart sound. Oh, okay. Can wow. you believe that? I Doug? can't believe that. You're telling me that the whole Discover Weekly uh, playlist is fart sounds? What are you telling me? Oh, my God. So, wait, I didn't even know they had fart sounds on Spotify. So, what is it? Just farts? Or is it farts to music? Head to toe, totally farts. Top to bottom. I'm talking. Uh, they're by different artists, though, Doug. They are by different artists. So, that's, that's the... This is Busting the Yellow Curtain, behind the scenes at Skeleton Realm Live. Check the eyeline, guys. Eyeline, keep it. Eyeline, eyeline. There's a ton that goes into doing the segments that we do on the show. People don't realize all that effort, all the blood, all the sweat, all the tears that pour right into every segment, not just every show. We don't always know if the segment's going to work out exactly correct. We don't always know if the segment's going to be perfect. What we do know is that we can do the things that we can do to make the segment the best that it can be. And that follows a certain formula. It's not just chaotic. It's not just totally improv. It's mostly improv. It's mostly improv. It's mostly improv. It's mostly improv. It's 100%, 99% improv. But that 1%, that special formula that we add in uh, to make sure that the segment goes off without a hitch is super important. And so... Peeking behind that yellow curtain and seeing some of that is probably really exciting for you. Let's break down a segment. We asked Doug and Sam to break down one of their classic segments from episode 75, My Whole Discover Weekly is Fart Sound. Okay, wow. The Spotify fart segment. Where do I start with that? Yeah, the Spotify fart segment. My Whole Discover Weekly is Fart Sound. Gosh, that's a classic segment. And a lot went into that one. I think that's a really good one to actually use as an example. Some of the key elements that we employ when we're doing a segment uh, that really define the way we do it. Okay, so let's break it down. One of the hallmarks of Skeleton Realm Live is their quiet finger technique. Quiet fingers, okay. Quiet fingers is something that Sam and I have been doing since day one. Put finger up to the mouth to make the other one know not to bust the segment. The whole Discover Weekly, uh... You gotta put that quiet finger up when you're off camera. A lot of times when someone's speaking on the show, all you see is their shot and them speaking, whether it's Sam or I. But what's happening and you don't see behind the scenes is that the other one of us is doing a quiet finger. Doug and Sam live by one simple rule, that there's not rules. So a lot of people ask, what are the rules? What is the formula? What is the style? What are some of the elements that you employ on the show? Well, we do employ elements, but one thing that I do want to make clear is we don't have rules. We have, we games, we play games, we have fun. It is chaotic in that sense that we don't have rules. Big smiles, guys, big smiles, big smiles. 180. The guys are always sure to employ the classic three-act structure. Starts with the beginning, has a middle, and ends with an end. Goes up, it goes up, goes up, and then at the end, it, it's back. The classic three-act structure that's been used for thousands of years in literature and in storytelling, we do employ in our segments as well. We are no different. We are like movie. The character's wheel of self is an innovative thought technique used by Doug and Sam to make characters come alive. Character's wheel of self. Character starts up at the top. Over here, that's when he's going to be. We like to compartmentalize a character into a wheel to better understand how we roll with it. Carefully, 
The guys monitor their tension to bust arc so as to not bust too quick or hard. The TTB or the tension to bust arc is another element that we employ. It's a system that we employ. We understand that as we build tension during the segment, we want to bust. And we understand that we are not allowed to bust until we're done. So we got to wait to bust. We got to wait. The tension to bust arc. Wow. Where do I even start with that? Skeleton Realm Live, where characters welcome. Characters welcome. We live by a mantra on the show. And that's characters welcome. It's just a way for us to remember, let's get fun, let's get fun with it, let's get fun, let's have fun, let's get fun, let's have fun with it. Now keep in mind, we're not characters. We're who we are. And we're giving y'all the segments that we want to give y'all. But in our segments, sometimes we're talking about some of these interesting characters. Do you understand? So you're telling me every single, down the line, the whole thing was fart, 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 fart and it got wetter as the thing went on. Exactly. It got wetter at the end. And there was some Start features. with a dry and end with a wet. Chat, would you <laughs> Chat, would you start with a wet and end with a dry? I'll share it with you. Album? I'll share you the playlist. Oh my God, yeah, share it. So well, maybe we'll share that on the Painters Podcast. But guys, we're gonna do an additional, oh, we got some super chats here. Uh, Yohona says, major trade secrets. Hope you have your notepads out. Woo! So guys, we're gonna do another hour of our podcast after this on the Patreon which we will be enjoying. So join the Patreon if you want to hang out for another hour live to match. And uh, other than that, if not, can you like, can you please like the video, please, and subscribe to us. Please, please, please like the video. Please, please like the video and subscribe to us. Please, you can go to the shop and buy yourself to the match. Please, 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 please. Goat Bender says I have hardcore coronavirus number 19 for almost two weeks. I can't go to work and pump my tubes. My arms plus mouth hurts. My, my make-a-wish was to still be able to go live with my Realmers on this Wednesday night. Congr okay, sorry to hear that, Goat Bender. We hope you recover soon, but that's awesome that you can still pump. And wish come true, detected. right? Wish come true. Make a wish come true. So, guys, catch us on the uh, Pater Pod, and we'll see you in the Discord to match. Did I forget anything? Hell no. All right, guys, we'll see you next week.